Welcome to Beaver Does Movies. James Beaver here once again. And introducing the Ken Tamai Ryu, my creed. Yo, yo. Hey, How hey. you doing, pal? Big money. How you doing? Good money, money, Mike. Big money, Mike. <laughs> Good. How you doing, man? Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, I'm, I'm actually very much looking forward to doing this one. Yes. Is, is your mic working? It is. <laughs> The better mic, yes. <laughs> better mic in more ways than one. <laughs> like 2.0. <laughs> yes. Oh. So, <laughs> we have a very interesting guest, a very interesting movie, even though it came second, but we'll uh, get into that down the line. We have the one and only, man needs no gimmicks, no introduction, just Finko. <laughs> Hello. That's Hello. you. That's you. That's you. Yeah. Hey guys. Yeah. I I give I give that introduction. You're like, hi, hi guys. Hey guys. How you doing? How's it going? It's me, Rinko. Hey, hey buddy. Yeah. You're Sorry, quiet, Rinko. Tonight. Rinko's <laughs> not bringing it tonight. He's still in awe of the show. We shocked him. Yeah. Yeah. Really we, we did it, guys. We did it. We fucked him up. <laughs> broke Vinko. So, Vink, uh, if you don't know who Vinko is, who the fuck are you? Because everyone knows Vinko. Vinko uh, is a local pro wrestling manager, extraordinaire, manager of champions, manager of chumps, a- anything in oh. between. He's pretty much the Winnipeg Bobby the Brain Heenan. Oh, uh, is that good. enough ball washing for you? Do, do I have to say yeah, anything else? I'm not no. good with compliments, man. It, I know. It, I, I can see you sinking <laughs> in your chair. Yeah, 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 enough. <laughs> Thank you, though. I do appreciate that. That's it. enough of the ball washing. Yeah. You're creating your sex machine. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, when I asked for Vinko, I asked for him. My initial intention was to do a 1992 kung fu cat movie called the cat the last cat movie we watched was cats where yeah. I was very drunk and ended up screaming in my whole way in anger because it was yeah. such a bad movie you guys watch that drunk, yeah drunk and high oh, we did a live we did a live stream and got fucked up yeah in more that ways than good. one i think that's the only way you could enjoy it that looks so gross like it, it is gross yeah. man there is a thing a bu- on, on the internet where people watch it with LSD. And that is not a movie I would want to watch on LSD. Because no, I can imagine you would trip balls. Oh, man. So, Poke your own eye out with, like, right? And, like, people are live-tweeting it, and I was like, nope. No, no, <laughs> no way. Hard pass. I only just survived being drunk watching this movie. Yeah, and like if you if you ever uh, took a shot every time I yelled big dick, uh, big dick Derulo, <laughs> you'd be dead just because I kept yelling about his dick. <laughs> because apparently, uh, he said that they had to edit his dick out. Yeah, because it was too big in the like costume. His mushroom was showing through the costume. Or apparently, what? apparently, <laughs> I was referring to his big dick yeah. Derulo. Yeah, and then screaming every time a good actor showed up. So was he cut? 
Well, he just cut. They cut his dick. Jay no, just, no, no. just furballed it. Yeah. Just no, it, it, does he have a hood or does he have a helmet? No. It, have I, you never seen it? No. No, no. Oh. no. Talking about his penis. Oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. That might, be some, that might be some post-episode sleuthing. Right? I'll, se- I'll send you what I can find. There's probably something there. The I imagine <laughs> there's people out there that actually have that edit and, like, watch it. Yeah. Well, there's a butthole edit where apparently, <laughs> apparently someone added buttholes to, the, to cats. <laughs> and like, I, imagine, I imagine there's somewhere out there some big dick gorilla edits. <laughs> Uh, apparently, like I said, there's buttholes in that in too. Where, yeah. And then a, a guy just went, "Can we remove the buttholes?" I'm terrified. It reminds me of that Bob's Burgers episode where uh, Gail does all the uh, butthole paintings. It, oh God! <laughs> yes, yes. It, it'd be like that. So uh, before we go into the movie, uh, <laughs> well, the <laughs> Korean movie, Cat, the Cat. Yeah, before we go into that, uh, the actual movie we ended up picking, uh, Vinko, have you seen any movies lately? Uh, I saw Midsummer. Oh, how was uh, that? Couple, a uh, couple days ago. I I saw that in the uh, theaters. Yeah, yeah hell no to, to that. But tell me, how was it? It was good. It was. It messed up. It's but intense. It's, I don't do it. Well, that's enough for me. I don't do messed up movies. No, yeah, and it's you, really messed up. But you, you get out, it. get out with like my breaking limit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, I think it's a little more fucked up than it uh, is. It I is. I imagine. Yeah. Uh, I imagine. It's about uh, a bunch of campers who go to uh, Sweden, is it, or some yeah. somewhere around there, and they go to a festival where they end up all getting butchered. Yeah. So a lot of it's on screen, though. To be fair, a like, lot of it but, is, but just the but. imagery and the 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 dread of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the have you ever seen Hereditary? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, that's, that's a great, a great movie. movie. Yeah, and, oh yeah. Uh, you know, in Doom Patrol, Dorothy. Yeah, yep. Mike. Yep. Her sister is in Hereditary. The the little one. That family must not like sleep. <laughs> yeah. That family does some deep, messed up stuff. Pretty much. Uh, so, Mike, have you seen anything recently? Uh, movie-wise, no. No? You saw uh, Time Bandits. Did you watch Time yet. Bandits? No, I, I got it. it. Well, I haven't watched it yet. I got it, and I looked at the cast, and I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, where did Wrinkle find this? <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> Uh, time bandits. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I feel like time bat in it is a movie where I need to be in a certain mood for. It's sort of a kids-ish movie though, like, it, but it's got like a lot. It's like a Monty Python type humor and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, because right. like I didn't know what to expect from it. Yeah, it's weird. It's a <laughs> oh, weird it's movie. Uh, Ter- Terry Gilliam, Sean Connery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I know of it. I've just it's. I'm my actual movie. I'm gonna bring up is actually. Uh, kind of sacrilege for me doing a movie podcast that I've never seen it until recently. Uh, I've never seen Heat. <laughs> uh, you know what, man? Neither have I. But here's the thing: I have a movie podcast, and the idea of Sorry, Mike. <laughs> the idea of a guy having a movie podcast and never seeing Heat is sacrilege. 
And I actually yelled at my dad. <laughs> I actually messaged my dad and went, listen here, you fuckface. Why did you never tell... In all the movies you showed me, why the fuck didn't you watch, make me watch Heat? He's like, you were 10. Who cares? You made me watch 910 <laughs> Street before my first day of school. I could handle heat. I can handle heat. I can handle, I can handle heat. And I, I got think- so mad. You know when you, get, when you find out something and you realize you spent 35 years on this earth not having it in your life? <laughs> that was me. <laughs> so mad. I, I got a confession to make. Uh- I've never seen a Die Hard movie. I what? Seen, I haven't seen Terminator Two. I have. There's like a bunch of stuff I have not seen that people I'm the same way. really angry at me. For. I was just about to ask. Have yeah. you had the, the mic up ringing? Yeah. What's that? Did the you mic, have the up, mic ringing? up ringing? Where just I would basically. Away. I would basically. What I never looked up. I would never watch any movies up to basically. Terminator. Like, I missed a lot of the stuff that was really popular in the 80s and the 90s. Mm-hmm. And then I really didn't see anything until, like, the 2000s, I would say. Mid, maybe 1995 and above. I, oh, really? Matrix was the first movie I saw in theaters. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Mine was Ghostbusters 2. So. I know, Actually, but... sorry. No, it wasn't the first movie I saw, but it was, like, the first. That you retain? Yes. Because yeah. anything I saw before, I was I was too young. Yeah. So it was like it was cool, but Matrix was my first adult experience movie. Yeah, mine would be Rocky Five. Oh, I watched in theaters. So, uh, mm-hmm. and then I I remember enjoying it, but then as you go on, you realize it sucks. <laughs> Which don't one? watch Rocky the Matrix is? now. Rocky Five. Is that the Russian one? No, that's the one with uh, Tommy Morrison. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've never seen that. Have the you seen the cool- Matrix lately? No. Don't. No, not good? <laughs> it didn't age well. No? Well, uh, just the way it's worded or... No, the animation, like the... Remember when Matrix first came out and Keanu Reeves did that whole bullet time thing? Yeah. And everybody's mind got blown? Oh, yeah. Well, you watch it now and you're like, people got excited about this? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, how far really? it's like progressed, I guess. Right? Like, yeah. 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 And like That's- back then, that was like people were like, I remember in the theater, people were like, holy shit. Like they just literally saw Jesus come back. Yeah. And now you. With, like a uh, Phantom Menace. Yes. Phantom oh, yeah. Menace? That is horseshit. You know I, what? I actually like Phantom Menace though. No, no, no. I don't but mind the special it. effects, I mean. Like, yes. It's, yes. It's really yes. bad. I recently yeah. rewatched the uh, the original trilogy. And I feel like that still holds up. No, but the the added shit looks terrible. <laughs> I just think like, I I don't mind it. No, it just looks terrible. Like the Jabba the Hut, that's not oh, a puppet. Yeah, yeah that part. Okay, random yeah, shit that they add there just for padding and shit like that just looks awful. And it's just yeah, that part I don't like. Yeah. But I like how they added extra characters. Oh, that that's cool. But it's just sometimes you kind of notice. When it's been added after the fact, and it kind of takes yeah. you out of it a bit. Yeah. Um, so we've uh, we've discussed what we recently watched. You've you've heard me having a meltdown and <laughs> shit like that. So we watched the movie. Like I said, we were originally going to watch 
uh, the cat because just on the premise alone, uh, I'll say that for a future episode. That's gonna be a mega episode. I'm probably gonna try and get like six to seven different people just because the more the merrier. And so Vinko, in all his glory, came up with a backup plan. And what a backup plan that was. There's three titles for this movie. Really? That I did not know. Uh, the one that Vinko told me was what the one-armed boxer versus the flying guillotine. Then there's the one-armed boxer 2, because it's a sequel. And what? then, this is a sequel. You know, I'll explain it later on. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> and then Master of the Flying Guillotine. That's the one I know. Uh, yeah. ca- came out in 1976. It's a Hong Kong movie. We're back for Kung Fu. This time, the, pe- the person with a disability is faking it. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. I was, I was, uh, yeah. I was right. I was, yeah. men- I was mentioning to Vinko the crippled masters how they were legit crippled. Uh, crippled. I got uh, I'm, letting, I'm letting Mike say that one. <laughs> and so this one is actually a dude with one arm, but it's in a sling the entire time. <laughs> it's a really long, sling. and you can kind of see it. It's in his yeah. waistband. His arms tucked in his waistband. <laughs> Pretty yeah. much, this is constantly grabbing his dick. He's not yeah. one arm. He's just a perfect. <laughs> Don't worry about it. So, uh, God. So, Vinko, uh, since you're the one that introduced this movie, uh, tell us how you discovered it. Um, when I was a teenager, uh, I got into like a really big kung fu movie stage because uh, a local video store had like a section, and I just like dived into it. Okay. But I've only heard about this movie. I only got to see it. And it was from like on the you know like ads and stuff in kung fu movies for it. Okay. So I didn't get to see it until like probably like five years ago. Yeah, with the advent of the internet, these movies are really oh. easy accessible. Just because yeah. I don't think the companies that originally made them are either a all round or give a shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. cl- yeah. Because yeah. a lot of these movies end up as like multi packs in dollar store DVDs, Walmart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or Walmart. And so it's pretty much like we watched this on YouTube. We actually have some uh, issues to talk about with this copy that we watched. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually want to preface this by I was reading the comments just to see if anyone else is having problems with this movie. And I read the top, the top one, which had like multiple votes was watch this at 1.25 speed. And so I did. And it makes it so much better. Just because this movie on its own is very plodding, in my opinion. Mm. But with it 1.25 speed, I'm like, yeah, go for it. They're doing awesome. Not, and then I would forget that at 1.25 speed and marvel at how quickly they're going. Mm. So, I like uh, the fight scenes. Yes, yes. And it has my favorite like trope in movies ever, where they have a martial arts tournament. Mm-hmm. Just because I really enjoy it when they introduce all these different styles and stuff like is why Bloodsport is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, and I think Bloodsport ripped off a few things from this movie. Yes, I think a lot of movies ripped off a lot of things from this movie. Yeah, yeah. Street Fighter uh, Two, yeah. right? Yeah, Bloodsport, like yeah, tons of stuff. yeah. yeah. Uh, even like say Dragon Ball, right? Mm-hmm. A yeah. lot of things like came. the original Dragon Ball. I, I saw a lot from the, 
from this movie. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So let's talk. So we're introduced to the antagonist first. Who is truly frightening. Oh, <laughs> the man is so scary. He has his own entrance music every time he's on screen. I'm going to have eyebrows like that when I grow old. Oh, God. I'm yeah. starting to, man. Just wait. <laughs> Just do it. You get older, dude. You get, like, like one long one that's, like... Oh, yeah. Double mustaches over your eyes. Can't see Jack. It's like seeing, looking through fur. <laughs> I bet when we do the uh, the live show, uh, hopefully by the end of the year, me and Mike are going to come out with giant eyebrows. <laughs> Just come out. <laughs> mustache. Holy shit, it's the flying guillotine, man. Mike's yeah. smashing his head into a pole because yeah. he can't see because of his I eyebrows. Can't see. <laughs> and I'm just swinging a, like a lampshade with blades on it on, on, on the stage. I just want, before we start, you know there's like a whole series of flying guillotine movies? Yes. And a whole series of one-armed boxer movies. Yeah. So this is like Godzilla versus King Kong, man. Yeah, it is. Mike's yeah, oh, Mike's fucked up by this. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like like how the old like Universal movies would have what? like all the monsters face off with each other. Kong, like these Kung Fu Hong Kong movies would do the same and have like one on boxer. You know what I would love to have seen one on boxer versus the crippled masters. Right. You know you what I mean. What? You know what I mean. I'm pretty sure it did happen. And and you don't you never know, man. And there's a scene where right? they tear his shirt and he just shows his arm flopping out. <laughs> That's you're a faker. And he turns into the bad guy. He's been doing it, but that'll probably be badass. Going to be like, I just been hiding it because I'm too strong. <laughs> Because that's that's a trope in itself where they throw their arm away so that they don't kill people. Yeah, which is a, sh- but, and so you were introduced to him with a flying guillotine. Uh, the The first time I saw the flying guillotine was in Boondocks, where yeah. they where they parodied a lot of Chinese movies. They had a character voiced by Michael Jar White called Bushido Brown. Who was pretty much Jim Kelly, and one of the old evil old men has the flying guillotine and ends up killing him with it. Oh shit! Yeah, you know what? I've never actually watched finished Boondocks. You need to finish it, and apparently there's a new season coming. Yeah, that's gonna trigger people hard. Oh, it is. It's, it's gonna beat the fuck out of some people. Like <laughs> the certain shows. Where it's like, if they're to come back, they couldn't come back. And if they were, it'd be like, wow. Yeah, pretty much. <sighs> but, um, like, even in off, yeah, sorry, I can go off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Reel it in, Mike. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about, we're talking about Master of the Flying Guillotine. Yeah. So he starts training. And I just love every time he's on screen because mm-hmm. he has that kick ass Goldberg esque theme song. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's just, mm-hmm. and he's like, boom, boom. I'm like, oh, shit, he's going to murder some motherfucker. Someone's going to get messed up. <laughs> yeah, and oh, he moved. It's funny because when you first see him, he has long white hair. But then yep. he, he enters the village, and he's had enough time to get a trim. Of course. Oh, he shaves his head. Benjamin's can wait, got to shave my head. Yeah. The anger you get, the more you shave your head. You know? That's a question I had too. Is like, why did he imitate being a Buddhist monk? Yeah, 
Was I there think, any reason behind that? I think that was his original, um, how he was originally. But then, <laughs> but, as mentioned in this movie, his students were killed. You're right. Yeah. So he's on a path of vengeance and he's giving it up to kill the man that killed his students. So technically, he's the good guy. Technically, yeah. Technically, yes. <laughs> Uh, we've no, we've no context to the first one, but technically he is a good guy because he's killed his students. Yeah. Uh, spot. So before let's go into the tournament and let's talk about some of these participants. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm gonna go ra- around. Uh, Vinko, who is your favorite guy? Uh, <laughs> it's a toss up, but uh, the Thai boxer. Yes. For mm. sure. He Yo. was so cool, man. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh. I look at hacking up and spitting. And I don't know if that's like a, some kind of like racism or something <laughs> to portray Thai, Thai yeah. people as like, like disrespectful slobs or something. You know what I mean? Or just annoying because every time he would also come into like start a fight, he would just be playing his pipe really yeah. terribly just to piss people the fuck off people would always just get hot and just sell him just like oh this guy oh, he's doing that the ceremonial like tie dance before yeah or whatever and everyone's all mad at him and shit. <laughs> as soon as he walks in the room i was like this son of a bitch yeah. <laughs> oh, um mike is there any particular fighters that you enjoyed i liked a guy getting kicked in the nuts and then, and then the guy breaking his leg and his toe breaking and then continuing to kick his nuts to the point where he just starts gushing blood because his defense was broken. Yeah, because his whole thing was uh, iron body. Yeah. And, and apparently yeah. he needs to concentrate to keep his body like, like iron. Yeah. And so when he eye gouges him, that kind of fucks him up and he just proceeds yeah. to kick the shit out of his dick. Yeah. <laughs> It was like a spiritual thing, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. It, it's like he's kind that of cool. hold his breath or keep his chi in line so that his body... Because he's taking plenty of dick kicks. Yeah. Oh, lots. Yeah. And then... Exploded. And straight. <laughs> yeah, like no deflection. The straight stomp, bottom of the foot kicks. Like, I, do lo- I do love the little blood puddle at the end. I'm like, fuck right. it out. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Let's talk about that random gimmick match they had. Right? The poor guy. <laughs> the death match. <laughs> the poor guy goes, let's fight there. And he's the one to die. What a, <laughs> what a sucker. Yeah. What a, what I think a, he was Filipino. I think that's what his uh, ethnic thing was. Yeah. Because he was like. a Mongolian. There's a, a, a Indian guy. Yeah. There's a Thai guy. Uh, Japanese. Wasn't the guy Japanese. with the Tomfers Japanese? Yeah, he's yeah. a ninja, I think, maybe. How do we escalate this on stools and blades? And the mm. guy st- and the guy starts off on the spikes. Right? He's like, I got this. And he's just okay, beating bro. the fuck out. Yeah. And then ends up getting his shit pushed in and he ends up yeah. landing. And then oh let's talk about the, the tie fight where <laughs> the two fighters, the one with the long hair and the dude I the Mongolian. Is, was he Mongolian? Yeah, yeah. He looked, he looked, a big mustache or whatever he had. Yeah. The, it looks like they, they took a horse, chopped a bit of its uh, tail off, and then shoved it on his face. And yeah. he's got like a little bell on in the front of his chest. Yeah. yeah. That was awesome, man. Yeah. It spared no expense, but that fight in itself, when he's like whipping his hair around and then wraps around his throat. and so, uh, 
this is fucking awesome. Especially like the ending too, when they both end up killing each other. Yeah, because yeah. one gets like choked to death, and the other guy is like on his. Back. Well, he's not. He didn't really bake his back. I think he was like he had a spike on top of his helmet, and it like went through him because you can see blood on his chest. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think he uh, stabbed him a couple of times, but yeah, just. And then let's talk about because after this movie. I went straight to playing Street Fighter 2. Yeah. Well, Street Fighter 5, but I was playing the arcade, and I was playing as Dalzen. Yeah. And it's actually pretty much stated that this character was in this movie, who is just known as Indian, but apparently he has an actual name. It sounds Chinese, where I read. A Yogi Tro Le Song. Yeah. That, that is the character's name. Uh, and... I love, you could tell they had a budget, but I love the effects with the arms. Mm -hmm. it's, yeah. a it's a lot of faraway shots when his arms are out. It's, yeah. it's basically, he's wearing long sleeves and he has mannequin arms sticking yeah. out. Yeah. But then they would do a thing where uh, the camera angle, it would be another set of hands on the end of like yeah. long sleeves or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. that he could like articulate his fingers like choking the guy. Yeah, it's almost like someone's kind of like underneath the camera popping his arms through the, the sleeves so they can like kind of move his arms around. He yeah. was cool though. And it, oh, the, yeah. the, the fight he ended up having with the one-armed boxer too. Mm -hmm. That with was the, pretty the good. Owl and, I was yeah. really hoping. What the fuck was with the owl? I don't know. <laughs> right? He, he just throws an, an owl at his And then he throws, <laughs> he just grabs the owl and just goes, ah. <laughs> like, fuck you, owl. Yeah. <laughs> Take him out. <laughs> and he managed to scratch him on the way down, so at least he did something. But why the owl? That's that's the thing that made me laugh. Um, they, they also got the female fighter who kind of reminds me of Chung Lee, but I don't yeah. think she is. She was pretty cool too. Yeah, the uh, daughter of the guy who's putting on the, the yeah, tournament. <laughs> yeah, the tournament like owner or whoever. There's not much plot in this. No, you get because. The, the version that we watched was on YouTube would often just devolve into Chinese. Like, mm -hmm. it would just start speaking Chinese. I'm like, what's going on? But luckily, this movie is more of a, a show, don't tell. Yeah. It's, the only reason why they have speaking lines is just to pass the time, in my opinion. Like, dialogue in Kung Fu movies, in my opinion, don't matter. No. No. Uh, that might be a t-shirt. You know the bad guys, you know the good guys. You know yeah. they're going to fight eventually. Pretty much. And so let's talk about the one-armed boxer. So he's kind of retired, I'm guessing. And now he has like a, a, a school where he's teaching people. Mm -hmm. uh, what did you think to the one-armed boxer? I knew it was going to be good when I saw him doing jump in the box or jump on the cart or the, uh, the basket with the rocks. Yes. Yeah. But it's... And then he walked up the wall. Yeah. Did you see that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and then yeah. the roof. Yeah. And then the, down the other side. <laughs> yeah. Like nothing. I got this. And the fact that he didn't want to enter the tournament shows that he's a badass. Because when yeah. they reluctantly don't want to enter, you know they could beat every single person in there with one arm tied in front of them. I promise I not to fight at this tournament. Yeah. I got one one complaint about the one arm boxer. But it, it will give away the ending, so I'll, I'll wait. <laughs> okay. So the whole thing is, uh, 
the master of the flying guillotine wants revenge on the one-armed boxer for killing his uh, two students. And so we go from there and they have this tournament and then he invades, uh, kills the owner of the tournament, which starts a revenge mission. And it turns out that three of the people in the tournament are a part of his employ. So we have the Indian, the Thai, and the Japanese. Mm-hmm. Uh, because apparently they don't like those three. Yeah, they, there's some racism in this movie, man. Pretty much. Pretty much. Subtle racism. Subtle. <laughs> fuck. They actually <laughs> literally had a monkey man in this movie. so They did. Yeah, yeah the, the guy that was fighting the... Uh, the Chinese, yeah, yeah, doing like the fucking head scratching and shit, shit like that until he got depantsed. What a bitch! Yes. What a way to, to like be bitched out, eh? Yeah, we're in this <laughs> uh, fine tournament to the death, and I'm gonna take your pants off. And yeah. then he runs away with his, <laughs> yeah, his yeah with, naked with his yeah. dick out. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so then we go from there, and then we then have uh, in we have the Tie Fighter invade. Beat the fuck out of students and everything like that. <laughs> uh, I think he went to do. Doesn't the master of the uh, guillotine also kill one of his students? I feel like yes. Yeah, he... did he? I think he did. I just watched it too, man. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> yeah, we all did. <laughs> I believe he killed one of his students. I believe so. Yes. Yeah. So and another thing that I kind of enjoy is that the master of the flying guillotine is blind. Mm-hmm. And his, yes. whole, and his yes. whole weakness is he needs a dude to show to, to point and tell him, "Hey, over there." Mm-hmm. <laughs> he needs sound. And it's funny because every time you see him, he's always got someone around him just to point out where he's going. Yeah. <laughs> this great martial arts master. You'd figure if you were like secluded in there, you would like learn to like overcome your blindness, especially as like a martial arts master. He's not Daredevil, man. Yeah, but. It's pretty much the kung fu trope on when you're blind, your senses are so good that they don't think he's actually blind. He's blind and old. Yeah, but the fact that you can fucking take heads off with a lampshade with blades on it, pretty much. <laughs> and that's what exactly what it looks like. It pretty much yep. does. <laughs> uh, We're going to put a budget on this thing. Yeah. <laughs> I should try to find flying guillotines on wish.com and it didn't have any. Even then, it would take five months to get here, and the joke will already be run its course. <laughs> I imagine when you open it, it'll be like that Simpsons episode where it'll be like the influencer, like the flies. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, is a flying guillotine, it got me. <laughs> I mean, um, you know, you're good. <laughs> yeah, right, you fuck. Coming over to cough on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got you got what you deserve. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Here, here's your bed. Now sleep in it. <laughs> but before that, I'm gonna suffocate you. Yeah. Just gonna sleep, Prince. <laughs> and knowing you, what here you got it off where she's not even like the full scale. It's just a keychain. It is a keychain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a keychain. <laughs> or it's like a soft toy. <laughs> yeah, not even good. <laughs> so, uh, so after that, the Tie Fighter comes in and ends up getting his shit pushed in and escaping. And then we have the Indian Fighter, and I actually really enjoyed this fight. We kind of touched on it beforehand, 
Uh, I really enjoyed it. He beat the shit out of him. Mm. Pretty much, like, punched the fuck out of him. I, I, the one thing I didn't like uh, was the fights kind of ended lackluster. Yes. It was, yeah. like, it was like just one punch. There was nothing, like, yeah. bone-breaking or devastating. Yeah, it was always that, like, uh, chest punch that the one-armed boxer would <laughs> yeah. do. Yeah. 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 Saw it to your cat in the back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I wanted to do cats. <laughs> but, um, so, after that, then... <sighs> Like I said, every time Master of, Gil- of Guillotine shows up, he's always got that rock and theme music going for him. Yeah. It just makes me laugh. Every time he just shows up, it's just this rock and he's got like the swastika on his chest. Yeah. Buddhist swastika. But, or whatever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you tell it was done in the 70s. Yeah. yeah. They didn't give yeah. a fuck. But, um, <laughs> and then finally, you know who I really felt bad for in this movie? The TIE Fighter. Yep. How he went out in that movie is the saddest thing because all he was doing was just following instructions. Yep. And it would have been okay if he like lost in a battle to the death. But this dude was got put in this, what, what was it, a shack? Mm-hmm. They set it, the bottom on fire. So well, he, they put like metal on the, uh, for the floor. Yeah. And then they like lit fire underneath it so that the metal would heat to burn his feet. Yeah. And then if you try to escape, they were all like surrounding the shack, trying with to stab spears. him with spears. Yeah. It was fucked up. That, that's what I was going to say about the one on Boxer. If this motherfucker was so good and he's a master, why did he need these death traps to fucking kill these guys? <laughs> yeah. Right? So I was kind of, like you said before, I was, I was cheering for the fucking bad guys by the end. I was like, I want the, I want the <laughs> guillotine to kill this fucking guy. Uh, the only time they... The only time they like kind of made the Master of the Flying Guillotine a villain was uh, his second introduction at, at the bar. Yeah. Where, yeah. where he overhears like a homeless guy with one arm complaining and he rips his head off thinking it's him. So he was kind of, <laughs> he, he was kind of doing a Terminator where he was going around with anyone that had one arm. He, would just, he says that. Any yeah. man that had one arm, yeah. I'm a kill. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's one, that's we, one hell of a vendetta, but you know what? One way to we don't have uh, internet or <laughs> Facebook to look people up, so that's the only way you can do it. That man is blonde, but he has one arm, all right? All right, get him. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Taking his head. Wrong neighborhood, bro. Wait a minute. That, that's just a dog with one arm. Why are you killing yeah. it? You know what? One arm. One yeah. arm. My students are dumb. Of course, they would lose to a fucking dog with one arm. <laughs> fucking idiots. One arm. But uh, yeah, so just the poor guy, like his his feet are being burnt. He's yeah. pretty much screaming, trying to defend himself. You would think it would be like a tragic. You know how you have in these movies where the best friend gets cornered and beaten to death in like tragic circumstances. Yeah. That's what it seems like. That's what it was, man. Yeah, it's, it really does feel like that they should have switched it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it was so cruel. Especially with the ending, too, because the Master of the, of the Flying Guillotine ends up fighting uh, the one-armed boxer at the end. Yeah. In the, in the, uh, the coffin uh, merchant. Coffin shop. Yeah. Coffin bird shop. Yeah. yeah. And so they're fighting and shit like that, beating the fuck out of each other. 
Uh, his guillotine ends up getting fucked up beyond relief. <laughs> but, but, but before that, the one-armed boxer, again, if he was a master, he set up all those traps that, like, yeah. little, those little With cats that shot little axes at him. Yeah, yeah. Like, if he was, like, such a master, why would yeah. he need all this bullshit? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. Anyway, sorry. No, I, I, I agree with you, man. Yep. Like, he's yep. such, like, he's such Fear a human. factor. Yeah, I, I'm guessing this is why they call it Master of the Flying Guillotine, because he's actually the, the hero of the movie. Yeah, I the tragic kill. Poor guy, and he gets the shit kicked out of him. He loses everything. He gets bloody. Into- so it's pretty much a guy with one arm who's pretty much at the prime of his life where he can actually beat the fuck out of people with two arms. It's fighting <laughs> an old blind man whose only purpose is to avenge the loss of his two like favorite students. Pupils, who yeah. he loved. He who loved is- those guys. Oh, he loved them so much. And then his one arm boxer, <laughs> fuck you. Throwing gimmicks. That's my conclusion that I came to is like just foreign weapons everywhere. (laughs) Fucking powder in the eyes. This asshole. Yeah. (laughs) So fuck what the one arm boxer. You did. He's a sociopath. Yeah, he is. He's such a asshole. You want to train with this guy? Yeah. (laughs) No, he burned oh. a man alive. Right. Just for fucking fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I was expecting? What I was expecting was when he like ended up killing the master of the, the flying guillotine, I was expecting him to just be malicious and chop one of his arms off. Yeah. And I was expecting put it on his, his yeah. stump. Or just going, now you know how I feel. Yeah. Like, you know, try and throw that shit with one arm, and then Master of the Flying Guillot- Guillotine 2, he attaches the uh, the chain to his stump and starts throwing it at people. Oh, that's fucking cool, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Man. I'm right with that. Yeah. I think it's just, I, I just love it when people get shit cut, cut off and they just attach shit. Wait a minute. Instead. Didn't they do that in The Hobbit? Didn't one of the Hobbit, didn't one of the, um, the goblin get his arm cut off and they just attached the, ar- the sword to his arm. To his yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. The, the Hobbit villain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who was played by Slade from Arrow. Really? Yeah. Sa- huh. Same actor or like what? one of those orcs was uh, from Arrow. But uh, so yeah, so fuck the one-armed boxer. Fuck that guy. He's not even fucking technically a boxer. Really? No. No. I didn't see any boxing in that movie, come to think of it. Oh, he had that one punch, but that was it. Oh, I guess. Yeah, but is that really boxing? I feel like that's just karate. Or kung fu, because it is Hong Kong. That's not boxing. No. Yeah, so first of all, you're lying. (laughs) Second of all, you're a dick. Yeah. Third of all, you're a murderer. Yeah, you're also a cheating son of a bitch. And a sociopath. And a sociopath. Absolutely. And I really do hope there's a third student that comes around and shoves his other arm up his asshole. Yeah. And and, and he can see. Yeah. Yes. Guarantee, or like the guy fucking ripped his eyes out because fuck this guy. (laughs) Honestly, fuck. I, I just... 
I started off kind of agreeing with him there, but now that you guys mentioned it, I'm getting more and more mad just thinking about the one arm boxer. It's really making me mad that the wrong guy won. The one, the wrong guy won. You can remake it. Yes, I'd be called "fuck the one arm boxer." (laughs) And the the wrong guy. (laughs) And then it would be at the end. Special no thanks to Jimmy Wang Yu, who is the one arm boxer. Have you seen? Have you seen? He he was a director and a producer and an actor. Have you yeah. seen like his like IMDb? I've seen I've seen his Wikipedia, but I'm gonna t- put up his IMDb. He's done like a million fucking movies. That guy. Yeah, and he was like good friends with like Bruce Lee and shit, and oh, yeah, which I'm is gonna... interesting. But... Did you see the new Bruce Lee documentary? Water is wet or uh, not water? Be like water. Water is wet. Water is wet. No, no I exactly. It's really good. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I have to check it out. Oh, he's, he actually did something recently called the Guillotines. Oh. Oh, plural. Hmm. Uh, yeah, and he's, he's still alive. How old is he? Um, he was born in 1944. Well, he's in his 80s, then, yeah. Yeah. But it's super interesting. And then like, even looking up, apparently he almost had a murder charge against him. Yeah, against that Thai boxer he fucking said on each other. <laughs> Shit, oh, no, up. it's just a movie. It's just a movie. Yeah. yeah. Not today, is it? <laughs> yeah, apparently he's like, been married multiple times. The one interesting thing was he suffered a stroke and was pretty much told, hey, take it easy. And he, yeah. he listened to that, and he reportedly he would lift his arm 1,000 times a day instead of 200, and he would walk three times the suggested distance. He didn't listen to the dog. He's like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going I'm to do what I need to do. Yeah. Apparently, he suffered a stroke, and they told him, hey, you got to take it easy. And he's like, you know what? No. I'm going to do everything extra because I'm the one on boxer. I don't listen to the rules. Yeah, man. Yeah. I yeah. make the rules. Truly is a master. Yeah. I am the rules. Master of being yeah. a dick. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even know the guy, but just from that one movie role, you you know him as a dick. Yeah. <laughs> well, probably really nice, but just because yeah. of his movie, fuck that guy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Apparently, he would also, even like a month after his stroke, would drive. And his daughter called me and went, you know what, you idiot? You drive. You, you got to be, <laughs> I'm hiring you a driver. Because this was in 2011 when he did this, when it happened. So mm. he was like 60s and 70s. And he was doing. I would imagine he has enough money to, to hire a driver. I would hope. Yeah, but I think he, he's the type, especially with being a martial right. arts star, you want yeah. to do your own shit. Yeah. I can't imagine you being able to tell Bruce Lee to just chill out. Yeah, yeah. Ch- yeah. <laughs> well, I uh, am. Well, someone told uh, Bruce Lee to take a chill pill and look what happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he did get a chill pill. <laughs> yeah. He took it and never got off. Apparently, apparently, from what I heard, this is like a urban legend. But apparently, he removed all his sweat glands, and that's Ooh. why he died, Bruce Lee. Is that right? Wow. Yeah, apparently he removed his sweat glands because he wanted to look good on camera. And, oh. be- and because of that, he kind of suffocated. Yeah. Jesus. 
So that's that, like the worst thing to do. Yeah, that was like how one of the. How would you get? How would you remove your sweat glands, though? I have no idea. Hong Kong medicine. Lymph nodes, maybe. Yeah. Like I said, it's one of those urban legends because there's so many different urban legends about yeah. Bruce Lee. Tons. Like apparently yeah. it was the mafia or the triad. Yeah. He used to eat a brick of hashish every day or some shit like that. That's another <laughs> one I've heard. Yeah. Really? That's what I heard. I I I, I doubt it's real, but I've heard that. Yeah. Like yeah. Like brick. And apparently, like the family's cursed that any male member of the family over the age of 30 ends up dying or like before the age of 30 dies. Like what huh. happened to uh, huh. Brandon Lee? Like the Von Erics? Uh, yeah. It's, it, Belize, yeah. it's like, like that, the Hong Kong <laughs> version of the Von Erics. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> super interesting. I, I really would love to like delve more into like the, the scummy side of Hong Kong cinema just because from what I hear, to be a stunt actor in those movies, you pretty much are like, you know, the the stereotype of the Mexicans at Home Depot. You got stunt guys just waiting around on set, waiting to be seen and then to get beaten up. And if, you, if you're not beaten up, you're not paid. Bullshit. So you could be on set sitting around all day waiting for your turn. If you're not on, in front of camera, you get nothing. So you could waste the whole day just sitting around. And then even then, it's kind of like WWF jobber status. Buff. Where the stars is, you know, I'm going to put a hole in this guy's chest and it's going to look good on camera. Yeah. Because, uh, and then apparently Samuel Hong and Jackie Chan came up together. Because he, uh, I think he choreographed Enter the Dragon. Who? Uh, Samuel Hong. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I and he's know. in the movie. And then Jackie Chan has like a small movie role where he gets put through a door by Bruce Lee. Apparently Bruce Lee hit him so hard he apologized after. Shit. Yeah, so well so, different filmmaking man. Like I remember like uh you have you ever seen Police Story Two? Yes. Yeah, because they show like the outtakes afterwards, right? That kind of um from that point on he started doing his outtakes because it was like so well received. Yeah. Oh because it was like Fuck, man, they were beating the shit out of you. Yeah, each other were beating the shit out of themselves. Like, just the the stunts were just insane. Yeah, I'm surprised. And they're real. Like, they were real fucking stunts and shit. I'm right? so surprised uh, Jackie Chan can walk. Yeah. Well, that's why he stopped doing a lot of kung fu movies when he moved to America because they couldn't insure him, right? Yeah. yeah. I guess he just does like dramatic roles now, if yeah. anything, yeah. and like, not very good. No. No, fucking awful. I still need to see that one where he ends up just basically doing Taken. That's actually not bad. Yeah, I, I hear because that. Because he did the some action in that one. Yeah. Like, as long as you can have a bit of action, but when it's just him just being Jackie Chan, it's like, shut up. Yeah, get, yeah. Get, no one get wants out, this. Get out of my face. <laughs> yeah. do, do a flip. You're wasting your time and my time. Do a flip. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I'm not here to hear you speak. Just do right? something. Yeah. What are you doing in Kung Fu? We don't care about your family. We want to see you kick someone. What are you doing in Kung Fu Panda? Go away. Yeah. (laughs) I get it. You need a house. No one realizes you. that's you. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) That's so so hard. You sound like the producer of of Daredevil, man. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, man. No. Oh, man. Did you hear about that, Vinko? 
<laughs> no. What? So the uh, Jeff Loeb, who is a producer for the TV series Daredevil, mm-hmm. pretty much cut a lot of Asian scenes, even though the Asian character, it was the hand, if you know. Your yeah, yeah, yeah. And like stick. It went to be the big yeah. bad, but then the producer was like, "No one gives a shit about Asians." Cut and all Chinese the scenes. people. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Even, even though like, even though it's like <laughs> that's like an integral part to like Daredevil. Yeah. Right? Is that, <laughs> right? Like, oh my god. That's yeah. brutal. No one gives yeah. a shit about the hand. Get yeah. him the fuck out of here. It's like, but you realize the entire backstory is about yeah. Chinese and Asian. And like, no, yeah. no, it's not. No, no fuck off. No, <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. No one cares. Even though you got like some cool villains, no one gives a fuck. Let's yeah. Bring, yeah, even even though I do love him, I, it would have been nice to have a buffer between the Kingpin series, and it would have been nice to have the hand be a big threat. They were being built up as this giant threat, and they just kind of came off lame. Yeah, because Kingpin just did so well. Yeah, yeah. But I would have I would have understood that if it says. We got the kingpin. We kind of want to make him like a big focal point. So I don't ca- think they expected kingpin to take to go that well, though. You hide Vincent D'Onofrio. Still, even when I'm, I remember when I heard that casting, I was like, mm, "That could no, be interesting." No, no. Uh, when, when they cast him, like that fucker can go, and he's gonna bring it because from Full Metal Jacket and yeah. Hell yeah. and stuff like that. Did you, have you ever heard of uh, Adventures in Babysitting? Oh, yeah, yeah he's never four. He's four. Yeah. Basically, uh, one of the, one of the uh, kids in that movie is a big fan of four. And they see this guy who looks like the comic book version of four. That is Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. And he and, totally did, too. Like, he, he was did. all big and shit. And then he got, yeah. and then he got fat six months later for Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, and, and kind of never stopped being fat after that. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. pretty much, yeah. But it worked for him. You know yeah. who they yeah. want? Oh, yeah. For sure. You know who they want to look at for the next Kingpin? You got to tell it. I'm immediately got to shit on it. Big show. <laughs> you Is can't go. Yeah. yeah, that's a shoot. Yeah. That's, that's legit. Yeah. Legit. No, yeah. You, you don't go. You see, bit- Vinko, you had the same reaction I did. You don't go- like. He, he has a size, but does he? Can he act? I can't see him pulling. Watch no. the Big Show show. Corey said the same thing. Oh God, the Big Show show. Yeah, it's on Netflix. He has a sitcom. Yeah. What? Where he plays yeah. himself. Yeah. With a family. Yeah. It's a sitcom. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and he has workers on house. it, man. He has like Rikishi really? and Mark Henry and stuff like that. Yeah, man. Oh, give Rikishi some work. That's all right. Yeah. Rikishi he, has enough kids. He has work. Well, he, <laughs> he, here's the thing. He ignores all his kids, so. No, he doesn't. Oh, I have him on Facebook, man. That guy gets pushed <laughs> over by his kids, man. Oh. How many kids does he have? I don't know, but he's at a, he's at a show every week, man. <laughs> so, he, if it's not his kids, it's because you know that the, the – it's so it, it so not his kids, it's his uncle or his niece or his cousins. Uh, it's just well, way. Yeah. It, it might be being worked by Toad Divas or something like that because they had like a big storyline where he, he refused to go to one of the, the Uso's weddings. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it, it might have been like a Toad Divas gimmick 
But like he was saying, oh, I don't want to go to the wedding. Mm. So. He probably has his reasons. Yeah, apparently the, the Usos kind of say Umaga was more, like more of a father figure to them than Rikishi. That's what I've Wait heard. Is Rikishi the, the suit dad? Yeah. Oh. Is it? Really? Really? So that's your father of the end. The fact that you don't realize that his actual kids are his kids. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. It's a big family, man. It is, man. Oh, fuck. You, the Samoans is a big because don't forget the Rock is part of that. Yeah, Neil Long yeah. is part of that. Is, is yeah. on that family tree too. Neil Jax, yeah. The yeah, only one yeah. that's not really a part of the family is Samoa Joe, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No blood yeah. relation or yeah. Anything. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guarantee he's probably like a family member in like right. traditional honor or something like yeah. that. Yeah, they probably inducted him and shit like that. So, yeah. uh. We've kind of completely gone off the rails. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. But you know, what? it's fantastic. It's, it's all part of the thing. It's all part of the free form shit of it. Um, so before we go, let's uh, talk recommendations. Let's talk about would you, Bingo, you first. Would you watch this movie again? And would you recommend it? And how would you recommend people watch this? I absolutely recommend. Uh, I, I actually recommend it quite a bit to people, but yeah. whether they watch it or not, that's a different story. But now that you told me about that speeding it up, yeah, I may tell them to do that because I'm I, I haven't watched it like that. I think I'm gonna give it a watch. I didn't mind it at the original speed, so I'm gonna I, I'm interested now at 25 speed. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Um, I would recommend watching this in a group of people, like a couple of buddies, a couple of drinks, watching yes. watching a cheesy kung fu movie with a guy with one arm who's the true villain of the movie yeah yeah and a guy fighting him with just items he found around the house and attached it together yeah uh, <laughs> Maybe about, a lampshade. yeah <laughs> he found a bunch of uh, old blades and a lampshade and just went to work <laughs> uh mike what about you would, how would you uh, recommend watching this I would definitely recommend watching this. I would recommend not watching the YouTube version, and if you can get the actual legit version, yeah, because watch it, that. Like I said, there are parts where the uh, they just completely forget to dub it. Yeah, and it doesn't go silent. You just hear Japanese voices, and it it really throws you off. There's also like a giant bar on the top. That's yeah. I I swear I must have seen in the movie three or four times a a different title. This Master of the Guillotine's one-ounce boxer versus Master of the Flying Guillotine. Yeah, uh, I'm assuming that the version on YouTube is like those are all the deleted scenes from like the 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 theater cut or the drive-in cut or whatever the wherever they fucking. This must have been a short movie then, because this right? is an hour and thirty-six minutes. Yeah. So, oh. so anyway, that was it for uh, for this episode of Beaver's Movies, Vinko. So much love, man. So, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate you coming on and just bullshitting with us. Well, I appreciate I, the, the offer, man. That uh, means a lot, man. Oh, no worries, man. Sure. You're, you, you're super entertaining. So, I, 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 you know, over the mic, who else would I have? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm awesome. <laughs> you're, you're, it's the reason why I'm paying you the, the, the no bucks. 
to be a co-host. <laughs> Big money, Mike. <laughs> Big money, Mike. I, I slip him a Monopoly money each week. <laughs> Here you go. Don't spend it all at once. The fuck am I going to do with this? Seven more weeks and I've got the whole game. <laughs> but yeah, um, definitely I, I have a few like Kung Fu heads that I'm starting to have on the podcast and I eventually want to get a bunch of us to watch the cat. That'd be dope. That'd be just dope. like, I want to get a five, either to be invited into the cat episode, you have to like cats or enjoy Kung Fu movies. I'm one, uh, one of two. So, uh, I, I would say two. I, I, I like cats. Won't own them, but I, I, I do enjoy Kung Fu movies. I'm allergic to cats. Oh, me too. Me me too, so. I tolerate cats. I get hives, so. You know who's really allergic to cats? Mental. Yeah? Like, deathly. Deathly. Oh, I'm not deathly, but I'm, yeah. Like, if I I get scratched, my hand swells up. Oh, shit. Yeah. I had, actually, mental at my place. This was years ago, but, like, and we didn't even have the cats in the room that we were in. Yeah. But he just yeah. like he, he just started like sniffling and. I thought you were gonna go. I thought you were gonna say you, you snuck behind him and threw the cat at him. <laughs> oh jeez, no! I want to kill the man. <laughs> a fucking heel move. Here you yeah, go. No. Take this cat. <laughs> anyway, so so with that one. Not not cat. <laughs> speaking of murder by pussy, this is the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for coming on, Vinko. Uh, checks in the mail. Probably, uh, I'm thinking a month's time we'll, we'll do the the, the, uh, the cat episode. I just got to yeah. recruit people, victims. Okay, I'm down for that. Nerd. So from me and Mike, from Vinko, thanks, guys, and I'll catch you next week. Thank you. Thank you.